just get comfy. I have one handout. If you don't have it yet, I will give it to you when I talk about it. So just sit back and relax. Now, as Richard says, no one can see these slides that I have so wonderfully worked on. Some people can't. I can. And that helps me. So bear with me, okay? All right. So you're ahead. So just wait. We're not there yet. You're good. She can give this lecture next year. I'm, I'm voting for her, okay? All right. So uh, my background is I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I have a public health degree, and I'm interested in keeping people mobile and healthy in the community. Makes sense. Uh, easier said than done. So I work with the L.A. Fall Prevention Coalition, and L.A. is the single largest county in the United States for older adults. We have more older adults in this county than any other county in the United States. And we think at, at our coalition we can help. Pretty kind of awesome, isn't it? Well, we can only help if we work with folks like yourself. So I learn and you learn as we go out and do these things. Okay. So there's some important ideas that I hope you walk away with. One is, your question is f so important. So I want you to be able to ask your question. And Richard will remind me to repeat it so it goes into the tape. So in the old days about fall prevention, uh, it was simple. Fall preventions are to be, you know, falls were to be feared, right? Hate that fall. Uh, and the second came with, it was a hazard. That throw rug made me do it. That curb, that tree trunk that raised that sidewalk, that was the problem. Okay. We've moved, through, we've moved from that. Okay. So I want you to walk away being smarter about what your risk is so you can take action. Risks, uh, there's multiple uh, sources of risk. And your having a vision impairment already puts you on the risk list. And you all know that, right? So I'm not giving you anything you don't know, right? Okay. So, and I'm an older adult and I've fallen. So I'm like with you, okay? Uh, but there are ways we can reduce that risk, which one would reduce our falls and two, reduce our injuries associated with falls. So we're going to talk about that. We talk about this from the coalition in terms of low vision guidelines. So we're, I'm going to be directing this to people that have a vision impairment and what your consideration should be. And we talk about prevention fit. Are you fit? How many of you are fit? Meaning you haven't had a fall, you don't worry about a fall, falls are not in your radar. We got, now the hands are coming down. All right, I love that. Okay, so we have a mixed group. Of people. Some people are concerned, some people not so concerned. We don't know when a fall will happen because we haven't really thought about it. So we're going to think about that. Uh, in the literature, um, like many things, they haven't done a, a, as much research as we'd like. But here's a couple things. And I want you to really take away. Okay, I'm going to give you the answer to the quiz right now. 
The answer to the quiz is your physician is not going to ask you this question. So we have to give them the question. That's one. They are so busy being clinicians, worrying your, uh, about your blood glucose, worrying about your medication management, worrying about all these other things, that they are not oriented to prevention. That's not what they went to medical school for. Who is interested in prevention? The people! Hey! All right. Okay. So it doesn't make physicians bad. It's just they're different. They're physicians, okay? you got to help them. So when you go to that doctor's office, you have to give them this form that we're going to go over. And the second thing you have to do when you go to a doctor's office is walk in front of them. Why is that? Show, yes, show what your walking and balance issues are. They will not see it unless you show them. Very good. Yes, sir. Exactly what it is. So for some people, you've walked in, someone helped you get in there, you sat down, and neither the nurse practitioner, the medical assistant, or the physician saw you. So they don't know all this information that you are carrying into the exam room. So two things. You're going to take this form, and you say, oh, just one minute, Dr. So-and-so. I just want to show you how I walk. That will give them a lot of information. And then they'll say, what? Well, why did you want to show me? And you say, well, here, I'm going to tell you because I'm concerned about falling. I'm concerned about weakness. I'm concerned about not being able to be fit. All right? So that's, that's the first thing in the literature. The physicians are treatment-oriented, People are prevention-oriented. It's not the same thing. Don't assume that they are there. Not that they wouldn't. It's just, you know, they got a lot, a lot of things. You've got to bring the people part of it into that uh, clinical space. The second is, in terms of vision, people with visual impairments may be at higher risk. We believe that's the case. Some international very large composite studies show that people with a visual impairment, not all vision impairments, but um, unmodified vision impairments, uh, may be falling at a higher rate. That's more of a suspicion, but it's a fairly well-substantiated assumption. The question is, let me just finish, and then I'll, I want your question. The second part of it is, what do we do about it? Okay, because you are working on your vision impairment by coming to the Braille, coming to conferences, going to your ophthalmologist and other uh, resources. So you are already working on that. But in addition to your vision, what else really pays off from a research point of view? And the research suggests fairly strongly that it's a multi-risk reduction format. That's what I'm going to teach you to today. Some of you have lower body weakness issues. Some of you have balance issues. I've already watched you come into the room, right? Some of you may have home hazard issues, right? That clear pathway. Where is that clear pathway again in my house? All right. Ah, I can't find it. Okay. So, so we have different risks. 
Some of you are neat nicks. Your house is fabulous, but you can't get out of a chair. Different risk. So we've got to really titrate this to you. And that's the other part of what I want to uh, accomplish today. So having a vision impairment probably puts you at a higher risk. Uh, certainly not uh, accommodating for it and adapting and managing it certainly keeps you at a higher risk. But it's this additional risk, along with the vision impairment, that really makes it problematic. So your question. Okay. So uh, you may have some specific uh, questions, and we'll try to uh, move forward with some general principles in the low vision community and then get you to build some insight and ask, what about this? What about that? Okay, if you can move it forward. Um, first of all, what's a fall? Most people feel it's when you crash and burn and you go into the hospital, but that actually is not the definition of a fall. A fall is when you lower your body unexpectedly. That's a fall. Okay, any time that that happens, it doesn't have to be down to the floor. You don't have to have called 911. A fall is when you can't keep up. All right? So I'm, I'm here and I'm chatting with this nice lady, and all of a sudden somebody brushes by, and I do this. Is that a fall? Yes. yes. Thank you. Head of the class. Get the free parking spot here at the Braille. Okay. So a lot, we call that professionally in physical therapy plopping. And we got a lot of plopper, plopping going on in the community. And so when I ask if people have had a fall in the last year, they're like, oh, no, not me. I don't do falls. Are you kidding? But we're plopping all over the place, okay? So it's, you're trying to get out of that recliner, didn't quite make it, boom. Your bed was really soft this morning. You know, you had a martini, one too many last night, boom, back on the, Okay. You sit back on the commode, boom. You know, those booms, when you unintentionally, it wasn't like you were trying to sit, you, weren't, you were trying to stand, and you sat. That's a fall. Okay? All right. Next one. All right. So what happens once you've had a fall? That's where the whole catastrophe scenario comes in, right? I had a fall. Oh, my God. The ambulance. What else? Get scared. Yeah, the wheelchair, the nursing home, my family leaves me. What else? It is. That is so. So I'm walking to a fall prevention conference at USC where I did my doctoral work. And I'm in a crowd of 30 people. I get off of the expo line. And there's this whole mass of people going over the tracks. And you know how people, that crowding thing. And all of a sudden, I'm down. I mean, I'm down. And I have all these students and academics. Ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> are you all right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm down. What are you kidding? No, I know. It should be on Comedy Channel. I know. <sighs> Anyhow, so first of all, in a way, you don't want anyone there to see it. On the other, right? Right? But on the other way, if you don't have people there, it's harder to get up. So we got a conundrum there with the fall deal. 
first of all, one out of three older adults fall er every year. Some of us are repeaters, and that's really, I'm kind of hoping if you've had a couple of falls or near falls, that you really take this back and begin to consider where you need to start making some changes, okay? Because that's where the, just a second, that's where the message, the, the, the neon lights are not going to flash any brighter for you if you've already had a couple of falls. Yes? So what I, I, do, I, I did, I'm retired now. That is so funny to say. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> In my practice, I would do a fall history. So I would go back with somebody who's come to work with me and go back in time because we're all kind of navigating to a possible fall. It could, it could be because we were not paying attention, we were going fast, we didn't have the right shoes, it was slippery surface, uh, you know, our, our blood pressure medication had, you know, we, we dry. Okay, there's a lot of things. So we need to kind of go back and say, yes, we tripped over the curb, but the curb was the last point in that path to the fall. So we have to step back. Because in uh, Matter of Balance, which is an evidence-based program for falls, which many of you should consider, it, there's a low vision component uh, program. So it's uh, designed for the low vision community. It's um, eight sessions. Um, Opica which is right out here at the front door, they're offering it, and then the v Long Beach VA has a program as well, and there's some other places, so we can talk about that. But they really address staying out and active in the community. Yes. It's called Matter of Balance. Yes. You want to know how to recover from a fall quickly. Okay. I love this. Let's challenge the expert. Okay. First of all, uh, in both Stepping On and Matter of Balance, which are two evidence-based programs, they teach you fall recovery. If you go to your physical therapist or occupational therapist, they will teach you fall recovery. So there are four resources right there. But what they teach you is not to do it quickly. So the way you ask the question is very interesting is that we try not to have people pop up quickly because that's when a subsequent injury can occur. You've got to figure out what's happened in the fall and what caused the fall. So what we usually teach is get you to the seated position on the floor and then chill and then communicate. So you communicate for further assistance, depending upon the need. Yes? Uh, I was in a classroom and um, I was doing what is called a lateral stretch and my ankle popped and I did like an 80 degree turn and I fell flat on my side so everybody thought it was my hip but it was my ankle it, it broke um, four parts okay. yeah. so, um, what I did and once I landed in the floor I tried to sit, and then I tried to get up, and then I realized I couldn't get up. Okay. What is your name? I'm Carmen. Carmen. So for Carmen, that was a bad day. Yes. All right? That's a bad day. So when you fall secondary to a medical event, so you fracture and then you fall, or you've had, okay, or you've had, for example, a stroke and then you fell, those are quite different 
then falls that you can then further, you can prevent. So it's harder to prevent a fall associated with a trauma or uh, a medial, uh, immediate medical event. So, but she did, her recovery part, which is what your question, was thoughtful. She waited until she figured out what was going on and then made that decision. So not everybody go, ends up in the hospital. You can call, uh, yep, uh, but not everybody has to. So if you fall and you just can't get up, you don't go to the hospital. You call 911 and say, I need a back-to-bed assistance. And so someone will come. It's less urgent, and they'll come and assist you back to bed. If you don't have a phone, then fall prevention, after you're not going to prevent it. You've, you've already had the fall. And so I really encourage you to have some alternative uh, communication devices. So let me go forward with this, because that's where, where you take these classes, and they go through all these scenarios. One last question, and I'm going to move on. A roll in the ball. Okay, I think we have insects that we don't, uh, what do we got? Pill bugs. The pill bug maneuver. I love it. Okay. So, yes. Okay, so um, somebody asked me that before the uh, presentation started. Um, there is work on teaching older adults uh, falling behavior. Uh, it's coming out in Europe. Um, we are a little bit of a litigious country. So not all, all um, environments are going to allow for us to teach falling. I know, shocking as it may seem. So uh, that, may, that may change over the next five to ten years because of what you're saying. Uh, people want to do it. They want to have that sense of what to do. And uh, there's certainly reasons to do it. So a lot of happens when you fall. And what we want to do is... It could be, but we, we have reflexive uh, behavior when we've trained it. So let's, let's go on to the next one. So what puts you at risk for falls? I've already given you. So let's go through it. We're going to go big at first. Hit it again. So vision problems put you at risk. Yeah, so you're all here, right? Okay, so we're moving on. Next one. History of fall or falls. How many of you have had a fall in the last year? There you go. Okay. If you've had two or more falls in a year, you're, consi you're considered a repeater or recurrent faller. That's when you really need to go and have that discussion with your physician. You're going to take this form that I've given you. You're going to fill it out, and you're going to show them how you're walking. They cannot treat what they don't know. And what I said in the very beginning is that they're not really primed to ask that question. So you're going to help them help you with that. Okay, next one. Weakness in the lower body. How many of you think you may have weakness? Okay, we test this by getting you to stand up out of a chair. How many of you need to use your arms to get out of a chair? A lot of you. I saw you go down. <laughs> Physical therapist, you know what I mean? Okay. All right, we're going to test that. The next one is difficulty walking or achieving balance. So that's a different system. It's one thing to have the muscular strength, but if your brain is not balancing you, your vestibular system, you don't have those visual cues, you may not be able to stay in steady stance. Okay? Uh, next one, foot pain, numbness, and footwear. So this whole thing is predicated on your feet. And if you wear, how many of you have those favorite slippers at home? Okay, 
promise me you're going to throw them out. <laughs> Flip-flops, kill me, okay? <laughs> My husband swears by them. He grew up in California. What are you kidding? He serves whatever. Oh, man, oh, man. Favorite thing. Why is that? Because easy, why? It's easy, slide on, which means easy, slide off, okay? You guys... I told you, you could do, you could give this presentation. You don't wear them. So bare feet may be problematic because you may not feel, uh, the floor, uh, correctly. So numbness is problematic. So you really are going to have to work with that foot, ankle, knee, hip complex for appropriate reflex. You need that protective response. Even if you can't feel your feet, there are, res- there are reflexes in your ankle that can tell whether your foot is flat or not, okay, that directly relate to a reflex in your hip that will keep you standing, all right? So that's important. Okay, last one. Home hazards. You guys are all over the home hazards. Yeah, plus the teenagers. Yeah, I love that one. Okay, teenagers are a home hazard, but not necessarily for falling, okay? Uh, Uh, Hearing loss. So the research on hearing loss is mixed right now. There's more and more evidence, but it's at small sample sizes. So people that have uh, some loss of hearing, and it has to be moderate to severe, not mild, at this point in the literature. So I'm only reflecting what I've I've learned. Um, May not give you enough of that uh, sound back from the balance response. But that's all fairly uh, circumspective, uh, actually, was my word. But it doesn't matter. But you got the idea. So um, I think we'll see more uh, effort. I think part of the issue with hearing is that people don't identify or self-identify and don't are, are uncomfortable having it modified. That's not covered under the Medicare program, generally. So that, that's problematic. So there's, there's a lot of access and coverage issues that, that go with that. Okay, let's go. All right, so that form. All right, so this is the form. Who else needs the form? Don't take two. That is so not okay. <laughs> you can only fill out one at a time. All right. So you're, you're saying they've already got it. Okay, ask, ask the people that don't have it. If you didn't get one, you yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, so the people in the back that came in. You're saying, why is she giving me a form? I can't read the form. I understand that. Okay. It's, I, you know, I tell you, I'm working with you, Al. Okay. So here's a couple of ways to do it. One is you can take it home and use it with your reader if you use a reader. It's also online, and in the upper right-hand corner of the English language side, it has www.lafallsprevention.org. You cannot see it. It's in tiny font. But someone possibly could assist you getting to that website, and you can see this online. And it's one question per page. So we have tried to accommodate for that so that you can go online and do it. 
if you have people assisting you or you know people who uh, would prefer to uh, read it in Spanish, the same questionnaire is on the back in Spanish. Or a tech center, you can go in and do it online. Okay? So there's ways to get to this. But here's the deal. Is you already know you have a vision issue. So what are the other issues? And this ranks it. So the very first one is, have you had falls in the last year? And many of you said yes. You, you rank that with two points. Are you, or I, I want to read it just the way it is. This is a, a Center for Disease Control form. Uh, I use or have been advised to use a cane or walker to get around for safety. That's another two points. So for those who've already said yes to the first two, go to the head of the class. All right? You're there. Uh, sometimes I feel unsteady when I'm walking. That's one point. I steady myself by holding on to furniture when walking around the home. Okay. We call them chair walkers, another very professional term. Okay. Okay, I'm going to tell you, I'm being open and honest. Three o'clock in the morning, I get up. You know where I'm going. I'm a chair walker. Okay? Chair walking does not imply anything except you need guidance. Okay? So that guidance can put you off balance from an upright position. So the very thing that you're doing to help yourself may, in fact, cause you to be... A wall is the same thing. Wall, furniture. If you're touching, you're trying to get more neurosensory information into your brain so you remain upright. All right? So it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. Uh, I need to push uh, with my hands. Oh, I'm worried about falling. Well, you're all here. Okay, I need to push with my hands to stand up from a chair. Okay, some of you, are that's a yes. And that's about lower body weakness. Okay? So that's important. Um, I have some trouble stepping up onto a curb. We already had that story. Okay. So what is the stepping up on the curb deal? What is that about? The shoes. What? Spinal imbalance. Yeah, curbs. They're not, you know, it's not universal design here. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Depth perception, right? Okay. All right. So here's the deal. There's a curb here. I don't know if it's six inches or eight inches, right? All right. And what I need to do is that. Can everybody see that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again. I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. What did I just do? I stood on one leg.
I'm sorry. We don't even use most of our brain most of the time. So half, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. Okay, let me go through this. You guys are really good, okay? I often have to rush to the toilet. Don't tell me I don't want to know. More information than I need. Why is that a problem? Rushing. Rushing. No mass rushing. Got it? All right? We, are, we have lived a dignified life. I want you to continue to live a dignified life. No rushing. Okay? I lost some feeling in my feet. That, that's a problem, so you're going to have to accommodate. I take medicine that sometimes makes me feel lightheaded or more tired than usual. Yeah. So that medication management is the other piece of when you go to your doctor. They may not know that you are, uh, you may be over-medicating because you've gone to too many physicians, not too many, but many physicians, neurologists, ophthalmologists, a GI guy, you know, all of a sudden you're getting duplicate kinds of things. They need to know that. Because if you take too many, for example, the classic is you, if you're on high blood pressure medication, okay. What does high blood pressure medication do? It lowers your blood pressure. Wonder if you take too many. You have a drop, you have low blood pressure, which means when you go to get up, you go down. So when you start to change your blood pressure medication, you need to give yourself a day or two at home so you know you're not over-medicating, okay? You're not having that sort of complication. Uh, you take medicine to uh, uh, make you sleep or improve your mood. Yes. So that and the next one, I am often uh, feel sad or depressed. Why are those risks for falls? Right. So your awareness and judgment, you've got to be sharp. So Gretchen, 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay? I'm not that alert, right? My awareness is, and my judgment may be off. Okay? Bing, bing, bing. We all have it. You've got to reduce those opportunities. Okay. So you all are getting this idea. You take this form, you fill it out, you go to your physician and say, I want you to see how I'm walking. Especially for those who have some concern about steadiness, use of an assistive device, and so on and so forth. Okay? So that's, what, that's your to-do list. I've given you homework. Thank you very much. Okay, next one. Uh, LAFallsPrevention.org. Correct. Thank you for asking that. All right, so falls are preventable. That's the deal, but you've got to kind of work this backwards. So you're going to see your doctor, manage your meds, get your best vision going. You make changes in your home. Clear the pathway. I had a client once say, you know, I, I go to bed every night thinking, if the paramedics come, how will they get back to me? <laughs> I love motivation. Whatever works for you, Okay. No clear pathway means no clear pathway. Uh, and then you need to be stronger and have better balance, optimum balance. And so those are the ways you prevent, reduce your risk. Let's go. 
All right. So we do this. You, you, I've, I've kind of gone through this. You guys don't really need to see it. You may want to know if you're ready to get stronger and have better balance. You might want to have a session with a physical therapist. If that's an, uh, available to you, I recommend it. Just as a consult, you can say, I need to be screened for this. This is why I'm bringing this into my physician. I'd like to have a session or two to get me established, okay? Because they can integrate your individual. Some of you had some individual issues. You want to be seen by a clinician who can integrate that information. Uh, the second is the Braille here has all kinds of things. Manwali has a whole gr uh, uh, program uh, on balance. So there's things right here that you can... Uh, utilize, and I really encourage you to do that. And you need to remain fit. It's not like, yep, did that, off the bucket list, okay, I'm out of here. You know, I did that fall prevention thing, 2018. No, you got to stay fit, right? All right. All right, let's go. All right, so, you guys ready for this? No, really. Okay, no, really. Okay, we're going to do a 30-second chair rise test. You don't all have to do it. Okay, just sit there. Just relax. I'm going to show you. Don't do it yet. You're going to put your arms across. You're going to come forward. You're going to get your feet. Don't do it yet. Just really. Eager beagers. Really. Now, rushing thing, I'm going to review that. All right. So what I'm going to do is go up. Yep. And down. Up. Yep, just wait, and down. I'm going to time for 30 seconds. The only thing I ask you to do is wait and then count, because you don't want to have to do it again, right? <laughs> right? Okay, right. Okay. So get ready. Get Come forward. Take a breath. And start. And you count. Keep going. Oh, okay. Keep going. Yeah. Keep your arms crossed. Don't have a heart attack that really screws up my day. I'm saying keep going. And stop. All right. Woo. Did you get the panting in there? Because the panting is everything. All right. I'm going to tell you, did you all count? Yes. yes. I did it four times, twice I flopped. Okay, so I'm going to give you... All right. So if you're a guy, okay, um, and you're uh, 60 or over, you needed to do it at least 14 times. Wow. If you're a woman... You're 60 and over, you said? 60 and over. Okay. Okay. If you're 65 to 69 for men, it's 12. For women, 60 to 64, you had to do it at least 12 times. Okay, that's terrible. Okay. I'm 32 and... Uh... <laughs> Let her finish. You're kind of doing the math here. I see that. All right. So you, you see how many you're supposed to do in 30 seconds to have normal lower body strength. So if you're having difficulty with this, let's regroup, go back to the physician, ask for that referral to the physical therapist, and get those exercises going. You don't have to keep going back. They can set you up, and you can do it at home. All right? Okay.
So that's that one. You ready for the second? Your feet. Question about that. Because you kept your feet together, which is harder. Instead of putting one. You can have one in for the other. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. This is kind of a roadshow version of the. But you're right. Okay. So the next one is you. You need to feel comfy here. And uh, when you get up, you're going to stand up. Okay. Your feet are going to be apart. And you're going to shift to one leg and not hold on if you can. If you have to hold on, that's fine. But the idea here is that you stand up and you hold for 10 seconds. Yeah, that's okay. Got any willing partners here? Okay. All right, just wait. Okay, because you don't want to do it twice, right? No. Okay. Ready, set, go. 1,001, 1,002, <laughs> All right, so you want to get into the shower. You want to get into your car. You got to stand on one leg. Okay, so we're at the end of our time. You're gonna, you need lunch because you guys just did all this work. So let's go to the next one. There is a research-based exercise program. You can ask about it. It's on your uh, sheet that I gave you. Um, you go to, uh, let me, let's go to the next one. Uh, it's the, uh, on YouTube. And they have a variety of exercises. They're all research-based. You can go and do it at your own time and leisure. It's called Otago. And it's on your sheet. You're walking away with it. Okay? Uh, you go to the Carolina Geriatric Education Center. They have brought in a fabulous 17 item. You don't have to do all 17 exercises you can do in your home, which relate to everything we've talked about. Okay? All right. You got to do them, though, because if you don't do them, like, you know what I mean? Okay. Last one. So what we did over at our table, LA Falls Prevention Coalition, we put little body washes uh, they're a freebie. You can pick it up. And we put a safe in the bathroom little tip sheet because where do injuries occur if you were to fall? Bathroom. In a place with hard surfaces. So we want you to be safe. And these are some of the things that people need to do all the time. Have it well lit, day or night, doesn't matter. Um, Clutter-free, clear path. There's that clear path again. Wipe up after yourself. Oh, I'll do it later. I love that. And then you have to slow down. No rushing. And with that, you are all fabulous. I'll be here for a few minutes for questions, so please come and, uh, you know, drill me on anything I for forgot. something you gave a code name for a table out here where they give you L.A. Uh, uh, oh, Opica, which is right out here. It's a Delta Health Center right here, right outside this door. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.